What's up? What's up? What's up? Season three, episode 11. It's a good one, y'all. I'm so tired. Work, holiday season, everything is kicking my butt. I didn't do a show last week. Not feeling good. Not 100% today either, but I needed to come bring y'all this show. It's so much exciting stuff going on for the Lions and for Michigan. I just wanted to update y'all, so here we go. What's up? What's up? You are now tuned in to Sports Talk with me, your girl Whitney B. All right, all right, all right. Y'all, I don't even know where I want to start because last week in football was so uh, freaking amazing. The Lions is definitely, like, turning over a new leaf. It's almost like Dan Campbell, like, really sat at home for a couple of days and listened to everything he could have listened to about him. I don't know. I mean, it's like he maybe had, like, checked hashtag Dan Campbell or something. I don't know. But that man is coaching, okay? Somebody on that sideline is coaching. Somebody is making those second-half adjustments and is looking good for the team Prior to Thursday, um, the Thanksgiving game loss against the Bills. The Lions won three straight, haven't done that in forever. Forever. So, my God, like, congratulations. (laughs) I literally, I said it, though. Like, the Lions needed to win at least the game against the um, Giants or the Bills. And we really almost beat the Bills, beat ourselves, that stupid-ass um, safety in the missed field goal. We would have did it. And that's why Josh Allen was hugging on um, Stefan Diggs like that at the end of the game. Like, you could tell. They was like, whew. And it's going to be some things that the Lions do that they still need to work on. I mean, the defense is not 100%. And then you have, you know, the offensive line still doing they got to do, but – Joff, he, he's still Joffing. Um, I mean, we could call the man Goff. <laughs> we can call him Goff. Goff, he's improving. He still needs to make improvements, but we can see it. And for that, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see the future of the team. Jacksonville is Sunday. Jameis Winston come. Jameson Winston. J-Mo, okay? Y'all know the man's name. Um, Jamison Williams, he's coming on the team from being drafted in the last draft. But, of course, he was hurt coming out of college there at Alabama. Um, So he's going to make his debut on the field this weekend, Sunday. I'm excited to see what him and Goff have worked up and what chemistry, you know, they're going to build together for the remaining of the season. And I just think the Lions will pull out, if not – Five more wins, really. I think the Lions about to pull out five more wins on us. To be honest, um, definitely think we beat Green Bay again. Definitely think we're gonna beat the um, Bears again at home. Vikings, we probably gonna beat them too. We almost did beat them this year, and I definitely think we're gonna beat them too. Um, the Jaguars for sure. Um, who else coming up? I can't think of who else.
I can't think of it right now. Um, but anyway, go. I'm excited for the remaining of our season. Another thing I'm excited for too with the Lions is this trade last year between Stafford and Goff. Um. Okay, so last year, last season, it was looking like Zim. Uh, well, Matthew Stafford kind of did what people expected him to do, go on this team and dominate and be amazing. And that's what he did. He won a Super Bowl. Good job, Matt. But the Rams is ass. Like, at the very moment, we going to get a top three pick. Like, the pick from the Rams is going to be higher than the pick for the Lions. And the Lions started off real shaky, but... I mean, I do think we're going to have two top 10 t- picks. Maybe the Lions will pick at like 12 or 13. But for sure, it's going to be like a top three pick for the Rams, at least in that top five. Um, probably number two. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not laughing or smiling because of the unfortunate situation for Matthew Stafford. It's just the great position that put us Lions fans in and the team to be able to draft – and have the breakout season. Like, a rebuild does not mean we building into the next coach to see what they can do next. You got to start winning. And what Brad Holmes is putting together is a winning program. And and Dan Campbell being that motivator on the sidelines, like, the guys continue to play hard week by week, you know, even when they was losing. You see it, and it's one more fight. It's one more day. It's one more win. And, and that mentality is keeping them – above water and honestly honestly I feel like the future is brighter because of that because the players will be there because the people that's playing to like really uh, love their coach and they love playing for their coach and in the team like the coaches on the team I thought our firing RB president was kind of like poor him not quite I mean still quite because he went over to Green Bay and they not I mean, for what? I guess to have a job. But um, that defense have improved, especially the secondary, since they let him go. So, I mean, good for Aaron Glenn because Aaron Glenn, we were singing his praises last season to fire him this season. One thing about football fans, though, too, we don't care. If you're not winning that season, it don't matter what your resume look like look like and could look like we want your ass gone I was just laughing with my husband about how two seasons ago we all hated Jim Harbaugh what is Michigan gonna do he cannot win the big games you know he's giving you nothing new nothing exciting and boom Harbaugh came out last season won a big 10 championship this season on the road to do it again against Purdue on Saturday 7 30 eastern time in Indianapolis I'm excited <laughs> we gonna talk about that But it's the fact that Jim Harbaugh has never really been a shitty coach, you know, through um, his tenure, even through college, NFL, back in college. It's it's just if you're not giving us what we want, we don't want you, period. That's across the board. I think, um, side note, just to say, I think they're going to be evaluating the job there in um, Green Bay against um, Matt LaFleur because they fired Mike McCarthy for less. They not going to keep you there. Um, if, if, if they don't get rid of Matt LaFleur, 
It's going to be Aaron Rodgers. Something's going to have to give for that team, especially for that that group of fans that owns the team. And they don't want to see that. They're not paying for no losing ass season when they used to being on top. Excuse me, all this time. What's going on with the Raiders? I just, I'm just telling y'all, like, it's, it's going to be a – a lot to do, a lot of firings and a lot of moving around between these next couple of seasons. Just watch. But Dan Campbell, he is definitely planting his feet and his flag here in Detroit. He is here to stay, and he's doing whatever he got to do. And I just think he, he – I, I personally think he was searching. I mean, reading stuff. I mean, <laughs> hashtag Dan Campbell. I think, my in my personal opinion, he went home one day, a couple of days, and he looked at everything, hashtag Dan Campbell, and he was like, you know what, these people might be right. Let me go ahead and stop playing with them in the locker room, and let's make some second-half adjustments, and let's see what we can do. And the Lions are coming out not scoreless in the four, um, <clears throat> the second half, and they're playing some tough, winnable football. And I'm, I'm like, where the hell was this at in the beginning of the season? Jesus, Lions. But I'm I'm happy and I'm happy. I'm sad for Matthew Stafford. I am. Um concussion. They not talking about when he coming back. I mean, we don't even know what happened. Is is this a way that they trying to bench buddy and they just not you know saying cuz Cooper Cup he he's he his season is about over. Ankle surgery, he got to have um Higby. I I don't even know what to say about him. Um the rush game for the Rams have always been up in the air. Cam Akers, um, Sony Michelle. <clears throat> I don't know what the Rams are going to do. They, I mean, the game against the Chiefs, it started off looking like, okay, the backup, he was cool and he was a runner. I was like, okay, look at these these new quarterbacks. Definitely maximize on their legs if they can. And that is moving the NFL in a different direction, like for sure. <clears throat> But um, I don't know if Matthew Stafford has a concussion. They're saying he has a concussion or he was taken out of the game for a concussion, but then it was like up in the air a few weeks ago. And I don't know. Maybe this, this is just their way of saying, you know what, we're going to have a shitty season. Let's save the rest of his health. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And I'm sorry for laughing because it, it makes it seem like I'm insensitive when I just did that chuckle. Um, and I know some people are going to be upset. You hate Matthew Stafford. And I don't. I don't. I, I really like Buddy. But, yeah, I mean, I love the Lions more. So if if whatever they got to do to get us that top three pick, I'm for it. I'm for it. That's all I have to say about that. So, but we're going to send up a prayer to Matthew Stafford and the Stafford family. Let's just hope he's okay um, mentally and physically. And thanks for the picks, Rams. That's that's all I got to say about that. I mean, one thing for sure and two things for certain, I think Aaron Donald might really go ahead and retire this season. He wanted to go ahead and retire last season, but Von Miller talked him in the stand to go and switch teams. <laughs> what was that about? Like... I don't know, like Vine, Vine gonna Vine. That's the thing, you know. He's a veteran and he he can he can do it. So Vine is gonna Vine, and, that, and that's just that's that. 
And, and he's he's okay on the bills. I mean, let's see what he do next season. I don't know. I definitely think that Aaron. I mean, not Aaron. Yes, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. But Aaron Donald, I think his this it this it for him. Especially like coming off of a Super Bowl win to a losing. Like it literally was a flip flop season. Like the Rams are having a lion esque season. And I don't think it really has a lot to do with Matthew Stafford or his play. It's just the fact that what it is proven is he needs weapons. Matthew Stafford, they want to say how elite he is and he is this kind of quarterback. Like elite quarterbacks is going to find ways to win games. And unfortunately, the players on that team that surrounding Matthew Stafford outside of Cooper Cup was not it. They wasn't giving him what he needed, having Odell Beckham Jr. as a free agent, you know, still injured and all of that, not knowing if he's coming back or whatever. Like, all of that, those factors really played into the reason why they asked this season. And, I mean, I, they just extended Matthew Stafford, made him a franchise and all that. So we're going to have to see how that go because that's going to be shitty. Could you imagine, like, that one Super Bowl and then – the next couple of seasons is just these lion-esque performances. Mm-mm. They got a draft just like we got a draft. They just don't got that first-round pick this this year coming around. And they got to stop trading and mortgaging their damn future. Like, one thing the Rams will do is get rid of a first-round pick. Like, why are we doing this? Especially just to win one Super Bowl, you know, coming. I don't know. They definitely should have been back in the playoffs this season, and it didn't happen. So, poor um, – what's the coach name? Sean McVay. Poor him. Um, two, the Seahawks, like, this is what's really interesting to me. Um, Geno started off so hot and then lost. Like, now – so now it puts them in a position, like, they need to draft a quarterback as well. Like, you need your franchise quarterback. Geno going to come off the bench. He going to be hot, but that's – that's about it. That's what it's looking like in Seattle. The whole NFC West is just, it's in shambles. Except for San Francisco. Poor Trey Lance got hurt. Jimmy G back in the game. Probably the best thing for their season because that was getting ready to go downhill. And, I mean, San Francisco have what it takes. They could go back to the NFC um, championship. That is just just my thoughts, you know, on the other end, on the, on the other side of the NFC um, division with Dallas East, you got Dallas, um, the Giants, the Eagles. That little uh, division is they. I think they are going to um, the playoffs. I think that's the best actual division in the NFC. You, the NFC South is ass. Tampa Bay, um, the Saints, they all going down. <laughs> um, the Falcons. I mean, football is interesting this season. I mean, I've said it, though, since the beginning. The NFC is kind of shaky. The only good NFC um, North team is the team in Minnesota, and I still think that their quarterback is a fraud. So, I think if the Lions go ahead and just blow out the rest of their season, next season we have something to look forward to. And we're going to be at the top of our division like we coming. We're coming. 
that's all I got to say about that. We coming. And I'm I'm excited. Like this is the most excited I've been as a Lions fan. Even even Thursday, it was like, oh my God, like yes, we lost, but best loss ever. <laughs> like should have been a win. I mean, we we beat ourselves. So I'm super excited about Sunday. I gotta touch on Michigan before I lose this voice. Um y'all, let me. Go blue. Okay, like go mother freaking blue. Michigan totally went into the horseshoe on Saturday, the underdogs, and whooped off on Ohio State. Down three going into the the um half, 17 to 20. First half was looking real questionable. I'm not even going to lie. Like, just how is this game going to move going forward? Seeing how both teams are very dominant, respectively, in the second half. Um, Ohio State was stopping the run like crazy. And that is what was opening up the field for J.J. to be who he is. This is the game Michigan fans needed, J.J. McCarthy needed, just, I mean, because Blake Horn, okay, so going too fast. Last week against um Illinois, Blake hurt his knee, and they wouldn't even say it. Like, just the whole thing I was just saying with Matthew Stafford, that's how they tight-lipped with Blake Horn's injury because you did not know if he was going to start or what was going on. So Blake Horn did end up taking the start but was out, like, immediately. And then Donovan Edwards played with a cast on his carrying hand. So the first half was like super just not normal Michigan football. Here's the thing, though. I've said it on the show, I'm sure, and I say it all the time to my husband. Michigan is playing to their opponents in the first half. They want to see what you're going to give them. They want to see what what you got. And then they go into that locker room. They get on that, that dry erase board, <laughs> whatever they use, and they draw up these plays and these schemes for the second half and it's complete dominance. And what they showed us is that they're going to always play football their way. You're not going to make Michigan lose its identity in a game. However, they got to get there. They're going to get there. And the highlight of it all for me is the fact that Michigan held Ohio State to three points in the second half three points it it almost mimicked um last year's game a 23 to 45 I believe was the score was a 12 point difference I I don't know like let's go ahead and congratulate JJ McCarthy again because that young man he put that team on his back him and Donovan Edwards, and they made it happen. Not one second did you ever see them pan the um, camera over to the sideline for Michigan, and, and people was over there rattled and flustered. Not even Jim Harbaugh, but you can clearly see when it was on the Ohio State side, just the energy on the side of the field, or even from, like, the coach, and just the expectations of the game. And it was like, 
Ohio State made no second half adjustments. It, it, it almost seemed like they they kind of regressed a little bit on defense, trying to then play a lot of man, which actually shot them in the face. And at no point did they go back and 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 resort to the first half defense. And it, it's just horrible coaching decisions that's made. At the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. And it. it I mean, after that game, it was all those Ohio, like, top recruits committing to Michigan. It, the Big Ten is is changing, you know, especially with, you know, more teams being added, USC, I believe UCLA as well. That's going to bring a lot of heat to the Big Ten, and it's like, what does that mean for Michigan-Ohio State rivalry? Will it still be um, – I think it will still be, like, the biggest rivalry for now. But what does that mean for the Big Ten, you know, moving forward? Um, I think the Big Ten championship, like, I really think they should just reevaluate a whole bunch because Michigan being undefeated, Ohio State at a one-loss um, team, that should be the two teams that has to face each other in the championship. <clears throat> It, it doesn't matter that they're both Big Ten East schools or whatever. I think it should be the best schools in the conference that should have to compete. It shouldn't be a, a what is it, seven-win Purdue, six-win Purdue. It wasn't even like the school. I mean, and I'm not going to say Purdue is not a good school. It, it's really still a game Michigan want to go in and win. Like J.J. McCarthy said, it's not over yet. We still got one more. It, it reminds you of last um, last season when they had to play Iowa for the Big Ten championship, and everybody was like, "Iowa's still a good school," and you know, and, and whooped Iowa's ass um, uh, generally, anyway. And it, it might not be as much as a pounding for Purdue, but Purdue is not a team you want to just be like, "We're gonna go in there and whoop ass." I don't, you know, they. I don't know. I mean, I I think we're going to win a Big Ten championship again, of course, back-to-back champs. But it should have been Ohio State, and I'm not even going to lie. And it sucks for them, you know, because even if Ohio State would have won that game, it should have been Ohio-Michigan. And it's kind of like your season is just through. I mean, they're going to go to a bowl game. At least they're getting that because Michigan State – Won five games, what, five and seven this season? It's horrible for Mel Tucker. And then a quick update on the tunnel broad. Six, seven of the players were actually charged, one with the felony, um, the other six with misdemeanors. And that, you know, that's unfortunate for the program, period, for the school and for the program because it's like don't nobody want to play for no school with that kind of like – reputation at the moment it's hard for them and the the football players still fought they won a few games i think one maybe not two they won two cents it wasn't enough to make them bowl eligible and that's that's gotta suck coming from a season where last season you won 11 games did they win 10 or 11 games um to now just be sitting at home watching the playoffs and the the bowl games. It's just it's unfortunate. Eastern Michigan, Eastern Michigan, um, another Michigan school that made it, but only in Michigan seems 
that made bowl games was Eastern and Michigan. So I don't know. And what do this mean for the college football committee? Because they so biased, super biased, I believe, against Michigan for Ohio State. Like, I mean, teams love Ohio. I mean, people love Ohio State. They dominated for so long. And so I believe the bias isn't okay. But at the end of the day, I think they're going to still find a way to put Ohio State in. Michigan might end up playing Ohio State again. Still probably whooping their ass. I don't I don't doubt, not doubt that. But I think this would be a year that if we had another matchup between Georgia, it, the game would be played a lot closer. And it could flip the tide the other way. You know, I think Michigan definitely could pull that off. Also, um, I read yesterday that Kay McNamara is going into the transfer portal. Honestly, when I read that, that was my exact reaction. Is <laughs> if you if you're not watching via video, it pause long. Um, but I mean, what does this mean for Kay? Like, and I know Kay wants to play. That's a fact. You know, and, and, and I'm not saying that Kate's not a good quarterback because he did, you know, lead the team into a championship last season, and he deserves his praise. He definitely do. But as a senior, like you're transferring to play somewhere for one year, hoping to make it into the NFL, and where are you going to go, Kay? Like what? I don't know. I, I I don't like I and I'm I just I would hate for it to end up like a Russell Wilson situation for him too. Good quarterback go to another team supposed to be the savior and suck. And they hate him there. Like they want to put Russell Wilson in a box and fucking ship him back to Seattle tonight. Like return to Cinder. I don't want that for Kay. I don't. Like, I don't want it for Russ. But I definitely don't want it for Kay. So it's really like, I don't know. And then I was thinking, like, where, you know, just me, it's a million colleges. But I was like, where can Kay go? They really need to get rid of Peyton Thorne in Michigan. But it would be crazy for him to go to Michigan State. Like, I don't even know how you can play for the enemy after playing you know, for the rival school, like, this is weird. But, I mean, they definitely need to get rid of Peyton Thorne and Michigan State. Hopefully, this is Peyton's last season. Let's pray. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, he, I, after Saturday's game, he knew I would never see the field again. Or it would be like that rotation thing, you know, oh, we're going to throw Katie in for a few plays. But I don't know. And I don't even know what Kate expected. Like, okay, I'm going to get hurt. The Michigan not going to have such a good season. He going to be back next season. Like, maybe that's what he was expecting. Like, J.J. is not going to be that good. So he can essentially win his spot back. I don't know. Like, I don't. More power to him. I, when I read that, I was just like, oh, Kay's entering the transfer portal. Good luck. 
and we gonna see. We, I mean, I'm a, I'm a update y'all, but I'm, I'm excited for Michigan. I definitely am just, I'm happy for the boys. Like winning to Ohio, the horseshoe, haven't won in 22 years. Like, imagine just the monkey lifted off of Jim Harbaugh's back, the team back, being able to plant that flag there, just everything. You could imagine, like, this is what they've worked so hard for all year. Get over and win Michigan State, check. Ohio State, check. Going into the Big Ten Championship, let's win that, check. Make it into the college playoffs. Like, Jim Harbaugh deserves – he deserves all the, all, all the, like, good football guys, you know, on his side. He deserves it. They're working hard there. And all that, oh, he going to the NFL, all that talking, all of that, like, let's let's silence that. I think Jim's going to be there to stay. I mean, at least until they get become ass again. But I, I don't see that happening. I don't because he's able to recruit on a higher level. And I think what's good about the Michigan program is they stuck to their guns, all that NIL stuff. I'm not about to pay you to be no player. Now, if somebody else want to come offer you a couple dollars and all that, okay, but we're not going to build our team around come over here get paid to play and it it would raise questions in the beginning like oh would this hurt Jim Harbaugh like no because people want to win essentially I don't I don't want to be getting a a five thousand dollar check every 90 days and sitting on the bench losing because I, I, I mean ultimately what's gonna happen next season I ain't getting nothing you know what I'm saying so I think it, it works for Jim, and I'm I'm happy that this is the program that he was able to really put together. Now, um, let's just see how explosive the team is against Purdue. Saturday, Indy, 730. I'm excited. I'm also excited, like I said, for Sunday for the Lions against Jacksonville, home game. Y'all, this weekend is just going to be – amazing for me hopefully I don't lose my voice screaming or talking too much at work um because I'm just excited I am so I want to say thank y'all for tuning in with me staying with me um I know I was kind of super extra loud today because I feel like I have to push through but I pushed through and I made it so as always y'all remember to support me support my book you can search Life Support Success Against All Odds by Whitney B. on Google. And everywhere that you can purchase the book outside of my website will come up. MyWhitneyB.com forward slash Life Support is the website for the book and all of your sports talk needs. You can go to MyWhitneyB.com forward slash shop or sports talk. Get the information there. Catch up on old streams or, you know, of course, it'll always be up on YouTube, guys. But I do appreciate you guys for staying with me, tuning in and sharing and growing the show because the show is growing. And that's why I do this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm out. What's up? What's up? You are now tuned in to Sports Talk with me, your girl Whitney B.